0: So last story before we got to hang up. When we were in Miami last time, it was like 2013, so nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were at Denny's because we're all like broke. Obviously, yeah, we're yeah. like in our early twenties. You know how Denny's has like their cheap menu, like the one or two dollar option things. Yeah, yeah, I ordered like two things, and the waitress, and you know, they were like decent sized meals. And the waitress is like, "Are you sure you can eat all of that?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know "What? How disrespectful are you? God damn!" let me order wow. my food yeah this so is america. All... you, sh- you should be like this is america you yeah. know? I know
1: what the fuck i want yeah yeah i think so at I, that point I, you just gotta say do you know who i am
0: i legit said don't you worry about it and then i ate my <laughs> food and i didn't tip her
2: oh disrespecting me yeah yeah that's
0: gonna be the intro to the podcast because i don't take no disrespect josh What's going on everybody? And welcome back to the Hoops Corner. I'm your host Peter Tran and on the line I think you're, he's in the same doghouse as the Toronto Raptors, Josh Cohen. How you doing?
1: Yeah, they're all here. Precious is behind me, injured, can't really walk right he's now. He's brought them so in there with you, huh? He's here. He's chilling. Mhm. My basement.
2: Oh.
0: So that's where that's where he's doing his rehab. It's not great. As a uh, as a residential medical expert, Rajan Walia do you advise somebody to, to rehab in a, someone dude's basement in a completely different city?
2: You know what, with uh, the comments that Josh is making to the the Raptors and to hopefully change their season around, if there's any guy who should be staying in someone's basement, I guess they should be staying in Josh's. He'll whip them into shape, get oh. them into the 8th seat.
0: Oh, 8th
1: oh. seat. That? It's giving me too much credit. <laughs>
0: Eighteen! Wow, that's a uh, that's a lot of that's a lot better than I thought they were gonna do. Maybe you can practice in your Papa shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it might help the Raptors right now because they shoot worse than you know Raj when oh, he's injured. Raj, oh,
2: pew, pew. probably Raj when I'm uh, on my best form. I'm like shooting. I was trying to be nice. Oh my Man, goodness. it's the first day of Hanukkah. Just tell me how it is. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually? <laughs> Did you light your candle? So.
0: You light
1: it? Where do you think you know, the light is coming know, from in his room?
0: <laughs> that's a huge menorah. <laughs>
1: yeah, right behind
0: yeah. me. It's a, oh, it's a hazard, Yo, Josh, man. would you rather celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas for your baby? You're going to give her eight presents or just
1: one?
2: It's nine, isn't it?
1: I didn't get eight presents growing up, so that's not going to happen with her either. So I'm going to say Christmas.
2: <laughs> one and done. One and done. <laughs> one and done. <laughs>
1: I mean, for Christmas, though, you still get a lot of presents usually, right? Yeah, but
0: one from, like, different people, you know? One each from different people. You don't. Are you giving her multiple presents for Christmas? I'm not. This has turned into the parent corner, but, I mean,
1: you know, still I
2: don't I and mean, yeah, shit. For the parents' corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm I out. Definitely man. Like, I definitely don't want to right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a whole other conversation, obviously, having to do with inflation and money <laughs> and everything else. But uh...
2: What's the salary cap? What's the salary cap on <laughs> gifts? You know what I
1: mean? Like, are you going to go into luxury or Whoa. what? Okay, I'll say one thing. Babies should not really get Bank. gifts because they can't really appreciate Bank. them.
2: Bank. You know? Okay, okay hey, but let's be real. Behind you right now is probably the greatest gift you can give Zoe right now. That stockpile of Pampers, Huggies, collection that i see slowly dwindling down i know you're
1: up for a restock yeah but you're never gonna put pampers underneath the tree well, you might man you need to prop the tree up or under the menorah yeah i'm gonna give a baby pampers oh here you, you go <laughs> <laughs> here's like, this they're, great they're present for great. christmas and then again yeah. she's not gonna know anyway so it, it doesn't nice box, really matter man that's the thing kids love boxes especially they're babies so, oh my so goodness <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true though but like honestly that's probably the best gift you can There's give a baby box. box
0: yeah
1: Straight up. It's true. I put my daughter inside the box and I like push her around. It's like her being inside of a little car. <laughs> she loves it.
0: Yo, instead of a sled, he's just going to give her a big box. Yo, Raj, you should have <laughs> saved those Ikea
2: boxes from your from all your furniture. And I know. I could have given them the biggest boxes. It'd be like... Uh... <laughs> Different shapes and shit. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Raj holding it down.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, man. Give it to me oh, next time you see right. it. All
0: right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's just get into this. Enough baby talk, Josh. Can you please tell me what the hell is going on with your first baby, the Toronto Raptors? Because this is just ugly. Like, every game that I've... Granted, I don't watch every game like you do. But from the many games that I've watched in the past two weeks, we're looking at half-court offenses that don't go anywhere. We're looking at defenses that just don't D-up, like a step or two too slow. This is with OG and without OG, the defense is too slow. I mean, what what's going on? Are we really going to blame injuries to Gary Trent Jr. and Precious Achua as the reasons why the Raptors are slacking here?
1: First of all, I have to criticize your transition there because you had a perfect opportunity to say that the Toronto Raptors essentially have been put inside of a box <laughs> the last how many games have they lost in a row now? Five? Damn. Five,
0: six? Damn, they went, they went from the box and one to getting trapped in a box.
1: God damn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to be six feet under soon if they keep continuing like this. Um, but yeah, it's... I mean, you, you say that I've watched all their games. I really haven't because they're a very difficult watch. Honestly, they're the worst half-court team in the NBA in terms of offensive efficiency. Uh, they can't shoot a three to save their life. I think they're at like... or something like that as a team. It's something ridiculous. And then until recently, Van Vliet was shooting like 35, 30 from the field. And he was, I think the worst um, finisher around the basket for any player that qualified in the NBA. So they just cannot shoot fish in the (laughs) barrel or whatever that saying is. It's just, it's hard to watch.
0: Are we going to have to just chalk it up to Fred Van Vliet, you know, growing into his late 20s as a small point guard? Like, is that the team that Toronto's going to keep trying to build around here? I,
2: I think we just chalk it up to the the Raptors not having a, a, a playmaker. Like, Siakam isn't a playmaker. Like, he can exploit mismatches. Some games um, you can see him maybe have some playmaking, but he's just not a natural playmaker. Um, Malachi Flynn is clearly not the answer. Scotty Barnes hasn't taken is. that jump.
0: Malachi is great. Don't don't be smirched Malachi.
2: Like great in his own way. Let's just say that if if his dad's listening. He has a great yeah, name, Malachi for sure, but uh the the Raptors again, they're just missing playmaking. Um they can't really give the ball to anyone else besides Fred VanVleet. Would you rather have Fred VanVleet trying to put up those shots or like another Raptor? I I think honestly, VanVleet gives you a chance to score at least at the three-point line, and um, he is able to get by uh, his defender often, but again, his finishing is limited a lot by his size, and a lot of defenses are able to rotate, and the Raptors don't really have a big that can take advantage of um, the rotation, and I I just think the Raptors are kind of hitting that ceiling where if their defense isn't playing top, top five level, they're not going to be winning many games just because they can't consistently score at an efficient level like it's not necessarily the defense's fault but they need to put excellent defense to have a chance to win and um yeah that's the problem and I, I think the Raptors are I don't want to say they're up for a rebuild but if things continue it looks like it's heading into that direction because um, obviously they have a few players whose contracts are nearing an end and they're gonna have to make some decisions and they don't want to be stuck on that treadmill that Washington's on. Like uh, I think there's only room for one NBA team in, per conference on that treadmill, and I don't think the Raptors want to be that team.
1: You can't compare them to Washington, though, because the Raptors have all their picks. They have guys that they can move on good contracts. Like They're actually in a good situation cap-wise, so they can go in a lot of different directions here. And if they're going to do it, like they got to just tear it all down and trade everybody. Just keep Scotty, obviously. But you would figure if they're going to trade Van Vleet, who's going to be up for an extension, obviously, you trade Pascal at that point too, and you just go balls out of the trade deadline and get as much for these guys as you can, because both these guys have very good contracts for the value that they provide. And honestly, with Van Vleet, you know, watching him this year, a lot of it is not his fault. Like we've mentioned already, like the way that they play with the the six nine and up league, uh, with a lot of these guys that can't shoot. Like, he doesn't have a lot of space out there to actually do the things he's good at. I mean, the last couple of games, he's been really good, obviously. And he's finally bringing his averages up. But uh, overall, you know, it's it's not necessarily his fault. And it goes for the other guys, too. Like, they don't necessarily fit well together, even though they're really good players. It's just on other teams, they would be exceptional, obviously. But the current... Um, the current way that the Raptors are playing it's an experiment, obviously, and it's different, which is great. But so far, it's not, you know, turning out anything because injuries first of all, and then uh, you know, it just hasn't worked out. No,
2: absolutely. And I, like going back to my comment just before Peter jumps in, I don't think they are a treadmill team now, but they have to make that decision not to become one um, because if they end up re-signing Van Vleet, um, keeping Siakam, not really. Like maybe adding one or two more pieces, but still not upgrading the their backcourt really. Uh, I think they could end up becoming that treadmill team two or three years down the down the line, and it's not really typically like Masai to to give it up, but um, we'll see if what he does this year. I think the next like five ten games are uh, are really going to decide what the Raptors are going to do. I I think they hold on to OG as well. Um, I think. Likely, if there's two players that are going to be on the Raptors roster next year, it's going to be Barnes and OG.
0: Yeah, OG's not going anywhere, man. OG probably has the most value out of all of these guys. Great contract. Uh, Barnes. Okay, fine. My bad. I meant between uh, guys <laughs> from the championship team, i.e. Siakam and okay. Van Vliet. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Siakam's making thir- like $38 million next year. Van Vliet's got a player option for next year at twenty two eight. Og is going to make eighteen next year, easily the most value, and he's probably the most coveted type of player, right? Like a really strong, def- top five defender in the league, top seven, top eight, like somewhere in that range, I would assume.
1: He's going to shoot threes, finally.
0: Yeah, he's incredible.
1: The biggest criticism that I have with how the you know this team has been built is not necessarily that um, the six nine and up league cannot work. You know, it's just. They've never built out their bench, right? Because Otto Porter, you didn't really expect him to play a lot of games in the regular season because he just hasn't the last, I mean, his whole career. That's mm. <laughs> um, true. And then, you know, Precious has been pretty durable, but unfortunately had that major injury early in the season. And then after that, like, they haven't really developed the guys um, recently anyway from the G League. And That's something they have been good at with Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, obviously. Um, what well, you, you think Delano recently, Benton
0: hasn't developed enough? He hasn't.
1: But. Yeah, I mean he could be <laughs> a player in the future, but obviously now, like they still haven't decided what they're doing with the backup point guard spot, and instead they're just playing Fred Van Vliet 40 minutes a game, which is not great.
2: Yeah, I think the the whole point guard shooting guard spot is what the Raptors need to figure out. I think the front court wise, they have enough bodies that can play the style they want, and of course there's always room to upgrade. But really, they're very thin at that point guard shooting guard spot, uh, especially with Gary Trent. I it, like I, I don't think the Raptors want to invest heavily in him long term. So I think it's really good. It's going to be who are they bringing back and are those players going to be able to be players that can alleviate some of the ball pl- pressure that uh, Barnes is facing? Because, again, I think the Raptors were really hoping that Scotty was able to take it to another level as a playmaker and... Again, second year, like, uh, what, 25 games in, or 30 games into the season. Um, I he's trashed. Just trade him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's way too early to get that far, but I, I still think they expected him to be probably the second ball handler, and I don't think he's an effective second ball handler playmaker at this point. And uh, that's probably the biggest part where they're struggling, but
1: I don't know, Josh, Do
2: they make the playoffs?
1: It's not looking good right now, and, you know, based on all the minute load um, of these guys, I mean, OG is supposed to come back next week, Um, but you'd expect at least a couple of these guys to be out for at least a couple of weeks throughout the course of the regular season, and again, because of the depth issue, it's tough, but there's a lot of teams in the East that are struggling right now, too, like Atlanta, for example, and I can definitely (laughs) see the Raptors still in the playing game, obviously, but is that a direction that Masai wants to go in, or does he you know go to what he did previously and you know eventually getting Scotty Barnes and just tank the second half of the year like he did in Tampa that's going to be a major question. This is the draft to do it too, so you got to decide soon. Tampa was
0: an exception though, man. Remember when he wanted to tank with uh, by trading Kyle Lowry and he couldn't pull the trigger? By which I mean the Knicks like the Knicks pulled out of the deal.
1: And yeah, he got quite lucky with that one, didn't he? Yeah, that worked out well.
0: <laughs> Raj, do you think they do you think they make the playoffs?
1: Well, are we talking through the play-in? It's possible.
2: Yeah, um, will they play
0: playoff games? Not play-in games, playoff games.
2: Uh, <laughs> obviously Atlanta is probably the big team that's like the biggest threat to the Raptors. Uh, I'm just taking a quick peek at the standings right now. Um, I think I think they probably will because I don't think Indiana is going to continue to win. I don't think the Knicks are all that great, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think they could end up playing some playoff games. The Knicks have won seven
0: straight. Put some respect on the Knicks' name.
2: But are they a good team in a in a two two game playoff? Really?
0: The, uh, I mean, they have playoff experience.
2: Yeah, they do, but I don't know. I, I just I'm, I'm not a big Knicks okay. guy. I don't I don't see them uh, like I, I would say the Raptors when if healthy. Like obviously, you're expecting. OG to be back, Siakam, like, assuming Trent... Like, the current lineup, in a two-game winner-takes-all or winner-makes-the-playoff, I'd I'd go the Raptors.
1: I mean, based on the standings right now, I mean, they basically have to be in the play-in game because they have Chicago, Washington, Orlando, Detroit, Charlotte underneath them, and I can't really see any of those teams actually moving up, even if the Raptors suck. Uh, So... (laughs) And the Raptors are a try-hard team, so if they are healthy at that time, I can definitely see them beating any of these other teams that are right now in the mix with Miami, Indiana, Atlanta, um, the Knicks, obviously. And then the other teams are probably going to make the playoffs, obviously, with Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean... I think there's only five guaranteed teams.
0: Top five in the East is pretty solidified. I don't think anyone's going to get even close to those teams.
1: And I still think Miami is... They're not a good team. Miami yeah, healthy is They're just never healthy. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah, they're... they They're garbage. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, if that's how you want to look at it, considering they've never had a full, te- a full team
1: before. They're starting Caleb Martin at the four. That's not a real team.
0: <laughs> it is good. Why? Why? Why?
1: What do you mean, why? What? He can't play at the four. He's like
0: six foot five. So? PJ Tucker's like 6'6 and doesn't shoot. PJ Tucker is a truck! Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Martin's athletic.
1: Oh, pff, come on, man. The guy weighs like 190 pounds. Come on. <laughs> Let's real be loud. real here. 190?
0: <laughs> You're telling me he weighs like almost as much as, well, one of us does in our group here? Well, no th-
2: Which I, one? I weigh way more than Killa Martin if he weighs one ninety. <laughs> you just... should play power 4 for Miami. <laughs> let's just put that out there. No, and man. I ain't no truck. Like, uh... <laughs> Raj isn't as
0: good of a defender. Sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm nothing. Let's we'll just not go
1: it.
2: down there. It's the holidays. Raj man. is like
1: George Niyang. he's the minivan.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that that is an accurate, accurate Whoa. assessment. We <laughs> <And> went <we're laughs> from. Uh... Rudy Aldridge to George Niang. So, my range is infinite, I guess.
0: Oh, wow. Incredible. Get this guy on your team. Oh, man, Josh. You know what's, like, the the bottom of the bottom for this Raptors team is that they lost to the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry on Sunday night. So, recording Sunday night. But they lost to the Warriors without Steph? Like, this this team, like, has the worst differential in the league without Steph. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Like this team is awful. You're relying on a player like Jordan Poole to carry this team, and the Raptors lost to that. Okay, okay. So let's just let's just take this grand scheme here. How bad are the Warriors? Like I, I really want people to understand how bad this is that the that the Raptors lost to this Warriors team without Steph. Like they they're awful this year. They don't they, really play defense. Were- Their offense is rough.
2: Without Steph. Without Steph. With Steph, they're a completely different team. Even with
0: Steph. They're like mid. At yeah, home. But, but On the road, they're awful. They lost Detroit and Charlotte.
2: Awful. Yeah, they're not. I, I think uh, th- the thing is, like, this team is a team that was in the finals last year. They've been in the finals, what, six out of the last eight? Like, I think it's around that. I can't even remember at this point. But... It's hard to stay consistently motivated when the core group of guys are playing the bulk of your minutes and they know they can turn it on. I'm not going to say that they're the favorites in the West, but it's just hard to to come into teams that aren't very good and have your A game and a lot of these teams are coming in and being like, "Wow, we're playing the Golden State Warriors. Like this is the the champs, right?" And so, like the way I see this is they're obviously a much better team with the Warriors. The Raps losing to them is just shows how bad the Raps are. I think just to finish that point of the Raps, they lost back to back against Orlando, and they didn't look good
1: in those games. Like I didn't watch the games, but the highlights just didn't look good, <laughs> right? And I will point out, Boston just lost back to back at home against Orlando.
0: Well, Orlando has Paolo Bancaro. The
2: why. next big thing, but yeah. yes, um, Bancaro corner. Exactly right here, um, big fan club. Banger in the paint. Yeah, Banger I wish player. I had a game like that. But yeah, with <laughs> um, yeah. Palo Envy. Yeah, like I moved on from Rui. I think that 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 crush is over. You know, moved on to the next best thing. Should have uh, moved on four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. But no, I, I still have faith in Rui. But um, to go back to the Warriors, the Warriors are not. Like, obviously, missing Steph is huge. I think Jordan Poole and this whole chemistry thing with Draymond still exists to a degree, right? Like, that creates turmoil in your team. Andrew Wiggins was out as well, like, for the last, um, what, he's missed like 9 or 10 games now. Um, So, like, obviously, they're missing starters. They're an older team. They're not very deep. And they're not... I think the frustrating thing with the Warriors is... They're not playing their young guys at all. Like, those young guys have not taken a step up. I'm looking at Kaminga. I'm looking at James Wiseman. Like, they're they're getting no contribution from those players. And uh, I think that's probably the biggest worry for them. But yeah, I think the Raps aren't good. And I think the Warriors are better than they let on to be. So I don't think it's that bad that the Raps lost to them.
1: No, the Warriors suck. And like, I looked at the box score um, like two minutes into the game just to see, oh, maybe I should tune in later. And I saw Draymond Green start of the game 3-for-3 three three from 3, and right then and there, I knew the Raptors going to lose by like 50. <laughs> so much on that. Yo,
0: and they did! They let
1: a dude so, carrying a backpack beat them on the floor.
0: That's just awful.
1: I know, I saw it was like, I saw the Warriors had like 9 points in the first minute, and I'm like, okay, Jordan Poole must be going off. Draymond Green is 3-for-3 three three from 3. He took the first 3 shots of the game. Yeah, your team is in trouble at that point. Um, but yeah, the Warriors are not any good without Steph. We all know that. With Steph in the lineup, I think they had the best um five man lineup in the NBA with their you know regular starting five. Um, and then when Steph's on the floor, he has like Jokic like on off numbers where they're just like godly with him in the game. Then when he leaves the game, they're absolute garbage. And the Warriors are going through a tough part of their schedule, obviously, but they just got very lucky with Anthony Davis now missing at least a month around the same time as Steph. So that would have been one team that would have, you know, leapfrogged them in the standings potentially and now they don't have to worry as much about that. So the Warriors are probably going to be the play in. Honestly, I mean, based on their schedule coming up and Steph being out a month, it's, I think they have to play.
2: It's too early. He's out for 2 weeks.
1: He's out for a month.
2: He's going to be don't reevaluated in 2 weeks.
1: Okay, reevaluated. Which means that he's so, going to
0: he's going to be at least 3 month. weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A month easy.
1: Yeah, okay. and based on their schedule and their current, um, you know, record and the standings, I think they're gonna have to win like sixty-six percent of their games. Um, you know, once Steph hopefully gets back after the month that he misses, in order for them to be in like that playing range, right, and you know, well, be in the seven-eight range.
2: Well, that's assuming they lose every game. Like, there's no way that's. <laughs> Like, yeah, if, no,
1: I but mean, they've already, lose gone the majority of their games. they've
0: already gone yeah. one on one. If they just like play the Raptors another 10 times, they're pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, I actually think, like, in the bigger picture for the Warriors, this may actually, I'm not saying it's a good thing, like, wow, this is though how they planned it, but I think this can work in their favor. And the way I would spin it is this actually forces the Warriors, the other players that are playing with Steph like Clay's not been great this year Jordan Poole's not had anywhere close to the year he had last year Uh, Kaminga's needs to get more touches on the ball James Wiseman just got called up like it gives them the ball more like there's just like it makes it harder for them but I think they also have to start getting touches they start they have to start making plays and they can't rely on Steph's greatness to carry them to 40 45 wins this season, Like, they're going to have to muster together, play some good basketball, put some good games together. And when Steph does come back, like, again, this is not a season-ending, it doesn't look like a season-ending thing. Um, when he does come back, let's say a month from now, five weeks from now, I think those players will have benefited from having the ball more, having more usage. And um, they might lose a few more games, but I think in the long run, it's going to make the Warriors stronger. So um I wouldn't worry too much the we're gonna be in April and I know what's gonna happen is like no team wants to play the Warriors like they're the defending they have Steph and and Clay's starting to get his shot back and Wiggins is actually playing decent defense like we're all gonna get into that and they only need to play with six seven guys and Josh just said it the starting five is the best on numbers in the NBA like that's all that needs to be said about how good the team is
1: Yeah, but your entire point before that, I completely disagree with. Um, (laughs) You know, the young guys, they're not even playing. Like, you know, just going by today's game, Moody and Kaminga played a combined 15 minutes, had two points combined. Hold on, hold on. uh, Uh, The Warriors... When you have a
0: hot Draymond Green game, you have to ride that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: like, You don't get a, many of those. A million yeah, percent, because... you
0: have to just let him do whatever he wants. Jermong Green had the second <laughs> highest number of field goal attempts on this team today against the Raptors. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. so, I guess so. But uh, they weren't playing before that anyway. But anyways, they played on you know, Friday. Raj's point that this is...
2: Yeah, they, they they played 25 minutes or 25 minutes against Indiana. They lost, but, like, Kuminga played 25 <laughs> minutes. Moody played Kuminga's, 22 minutes.
0: Yeah, Kuminga's been playing. Moody, Moody has not. Right. Uh Anthony Lamb is still hovering around twenty minutes, like always. James Wiseman is, you know, back and forth between the G League and the NBA and riding the bench. But Kaminga's been playing. He's not playing very well, but he's been playing.
1: I'm looking forward to checking in with Raj in two weeks and asking him if uh you know, this Steph Curry injury has been good for their Warriors development when they play the Knicks, Nets on the road, Grizzlies at home. Then you got the Charlotte game. Jazz, Trailblazers, Hawks. It's going to be a rough You know stretch. who it's going
0: to be good for? Jordan Poole. This guys going to just put up numbers. Like, they might not be efficient Baldy. numbers, but they're going to be numbers. Jordan just Poole Baldy. went from... I think I, I heard a stat where he was had like a 22 usage rate with Steph on the floor. And then without Steph on the floor, it's like 34. <laughs> just to put in context, mid-30s is like Jokic and Luka Doncic number numbers. Yeah. That is insane levels of usage, and somehow Jordan Poole just slides right in there, just casually. Not well, that good,
2: the, dog. The, but, but the Warriors are used to playing with one focal point on offense, so someone has to be that guy. So, um, if it's not Curry, because he's not playing, then I'm sure Jordan Poole, just like any shooter, would want to be in that position. So
1: Also, you mentioned one thing about the whole Draymond um Jordan Poole situation and that it might still be affecting their chemistry. I, I think that's a definite yes because I think when you get punched in the face like that, <laughs> I don't think you ever let it go. Like, I wouldn't.
2: No, well, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know what? I, I'm not, I don't think the Raptors should be ashamed to losing to the Warriors without Steph. I think it's a bad loss. I think they could have played better. But, again, like, the the Raptors aren't at full strength. If the Raptors were at full strength and they lost, that would be really bad. No,
0: it's still really, really bad. It's still very bad. If the Raptors lose to a Nikola Jokic-less Denver Nuggets, if they lose to the Dallas Mavericks without Luka Doncic, that, it's, like, that level of bad Raj. I don't think you understand how good Steph Curry is for this team.
2: Oh, of course I know, but, like... Again, the, the the Warriors are NBA champs. I like they went to the finals six out of the last eight years. Right? Like yeah, they're very Steph. very good. Behind stacked. Of Steph. course. But they're but like they're like basketball's obviously a team sport. Like the other players are very good too. And they have a good system.
0: They they got lit up by Draymond Green. That's all I'm saying. Like, how many times yeah, have we like shot on moon. Draymond for not playing any offense?
2: Yeah, but like, that's like, watch, seeing a blue moon, you don't expect that shit every day. It's not like, it's like, it's fucked that you see it on the day that you ended up playing them, that that happens. Like, it's gonna happen, like a, a dime a million, you know what I mean?
0: It's pitiful. Raptors fans dime should be ashamed of their
2: team. What? That's for you, Josh. <laughs> I've never heard that before,
1: dime a million.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's not dime a dozen, that's not for sure. Like, Draymond doesn't have it's like, good. uh, like... Six of those games a year. We know that. Okay. I gotta ask one thing: What is a trapezius injury? It's your trap muscle. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, so he probably injured. <laughs> Does his that trap. happen in
1: basketball a lot?
2: Well, I, a, a I've shoulder? never heard of that in basketball before. A shoulder
1: injury? Not often. It's more back. No trapezius specifically in basketball. I've never seen that in injury. It's a back before. injury more than a.
0: Like, but it's it like might... a, it's like up here though, right? It's like upper back.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't do much for the shoulder. The shoulder is mostly rotator cuff. So oh. there's four muscles for the rotator cuff. Okay. It, it like it supports, but it's it's more overlying. It actually hides the muscles of the uh, of the rotator cuff.
0: That that's okay, so what is the trapezius?
2: It's or- it's the the traps. Like, you know the triangle muscle. Yeah, like, but isn't that like here? Yeah, but underneath is where everything in your shoulder is happening. Like if you hurt your trapezius, you're, you can still move your arm. It'll be painful mostly because of your back. But mm. yeah, we'll, we'll go over anatomy after the pod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Biology 101 with Raj, eh?
2: No, no, anatomy, anatomy. Biology, we don't go cellular here. We're going ma- like macroscopic, <laughs> you know? No, no microscopes.
0: Oh, man. Can you uh, give me an analysis on AD's month-long injury as well?
2: Ugh. Josh, <laughs> you you start with Anthony Davis before I. Uh, hold on, jo- I, I,
0: I, hold on. Josh's groan is strictly because his fantasy team has relied on Anthony Davis doing everything for
1: them, and he's out. This is one hundred percent true. And God, this guy has just made a glass man. It's every season something, you know. Like how's this possible? Just lose some weight, lose a bit of the muscle, and go back to what you once were. He was and always in like <laughs> Not New Orleans. He wasn't for a while. Like he was, when he first started, like he was playing a lot of games his first couple of years, honestly. And you know, he was more spry, he was more athletic, getting off the ground quicker. He just I don't know what's wrong with him, man.
0: <laughs> Broken, man. He's Mr. Glass for a reason. I guess so. <laughs> Data Davis.
2: Data Davis.
0: too
2: uh, bad
1: too, because like the healthy version of him would have been like a top twenty player all time.
2: Yeah, it could have been that, but I don't think he's gonna reach those heights, unfortunately. It's, it's okay, he's still in top injuries. seventy-five
1: all time somehow. Which is also a load, but I mean he is. Let's just be honest. Come on. Oh. Uh, yeah. Don't disrespect him like that. I can disrespect him all I want, Josh. I'm taking him over right handed Bob Cousy, okay? No, we're not
0: getting into this like intergenerational comparison. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not JJ Rade. Come <laughs> on, man! You should know better than that by now. So, um, the Lakers still bound for play-in game at most. Lottery? Uh, sorry, the lottery. Yeah, the lottery where they don't have their own pick.
1: Still, like, still looking forward to seeing that. Still,
0: still on pace for that, right? They're like, still on that lane. It was kind of nice to see it. Uh, to see AD, you know, having a, a lot of hot games, though. That was cool. Seeing Russell Westbrook come yeah. off the bench, you know, that's
1: fun. Russell Westbrook learning how to shoot. From time to time, it's cool. I mean, the best scenario that can come out of this is uh Victor ends up in New Orleans, and we get Victor and Zion on the same team, and all the Lakers fans, you know, their tears are going to be so delicious. Yeah,
2: they're going to cry foul or something. They'll be like, it's rigged, it's not supposed to go to
1: us. God, that would be so sweet. Oh. Yeah,
2: but I let's just be real. The NBA doesn't work in those ways. Adam Silver has his hand and. In the pot somehow. Um, But going into uh, the injury, there's not much more that's on the injury report minus a right foot injury. I actually haven't had a chance to look at the play that he was injured on.
1: It was a nothing play. He didn't even step on anybody. He just went around Jokic and laid it in. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and again, there's so many (laughs) things that that you could speculate all you want. But I think him being injured with, again, a foot injury... Uh, um, you want to be careful with those. He's was playing very well for around four or four, four weeks or so. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the bigger thing is the Lakers were actually putting together a bit of a run. They were playing good basketball. And this injury is definitely going to put them back uh, a bit. Like, LeBron's pretty much going to have to score 40 a night now for them even to have a chance. Anthony Davis, what else? I think injuries have been the bane of his existence. Yeah, like the Lakers are, again, still probably going to make a play in spot, which I think is what Josh had predicted them doing at the beginning of the season. So I take it back.
1: It's not happening.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) Absolutely no faith.
1: Well, it looks no, no chance.
0: Uh, At least uh, it looks like my Lakers under bet on the season is going to come in. So that's nice. I think I think that's all the time we need for the Lakers, right? Do we really
1: need to talk about this team? I I can't see them jumping into these teams, honestly. Hell no. Maybe Utah, I guess, if Utah decides to tank, which they're probably going to eventually. Yeah, I think
2: Utah's the big one for me.
1: But even like the Timberwolves, like once they get Towns back, I think they'll be okay.
0: Wait, 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 wait! The Timberwolves haven't they been better without Towns?
1: No, Josh. They no, just laid guess. down 150 points <laughs> a in
0: regulation. Today. I don't
2: think they've been better, but I think Anthony Edwards has been better.
0: Which means that the team is better. Anthony Edwards had 11 assists.
1: I mean, that's going to happen though when you have a guy out like that, though, right? Somebody has to take on the load. Yeah, but he D'Angelo Russell is playing well. 11. Are they can extend him now.
0: 11 I assists wouldn't. for Anthony Edwards. Okay. 11.
1: What did D'Angelo Russell do today? Like 30 and 10? You gonna extend that guy? Hell no.
0: Uh, Stay away! Oh
1: my God, they put up 150 tonight. Uh, Yes, dude.
0: Wow. Yeah, they don't need Cat. They don't need Gobert. They need Nathan Knight.
2: Nathan Knight.
0: That's who came in today. No kidding. Wow.
2: Man, just run this lineup. Like, run it back. You know what I mean? Next game, like, even if Cat's available, you know, if Gobert's available, just run this lineup. Anthony Edwards. Yo, please. Give him the the Michael Jordan Award,
0: or whatever
1: it's called now.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: And the most improved. I don't know why this popped into my head, but, like, the fact that you brought up Nathan Knight just reminded me of uh, the Nets player David Duke. And I'm thinking to myself, like, as a parent, how do you do that to your kid? <laughs> like, why would you ever name your kid David Duke? I don't under I like, I don't get I, it. Has I anybody ever asked him this? I'm pretty
2: sure they knew what they were doing. Like that's the, the like the He's
1: black! No, there's
2: no way they
0: knew, man. There's no way they were like, Yo, this is a sick name, David, you know? Strong name. I wonder if, <laughs> if anyone's named David Duke in the world. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, some <laughs> research, Wait, man. is Nathan Knight also somebody of refer- of relevance?
1: No, I just thought of like. I mean, the KKK is associated with like knights, right?
0: Are they not? Oh my god. It just reminded me of that. No, we're not pulling that. We're not pulling that connection here, man.
1: Wizards, knights. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, uh, good news for the Timberwolves. It doesn't look like Gobert and Cat are coming back anytime soon. So let's keep it up. Let's keep dropping 150 on teams. Please run it back. Yep. Josh, you got any stats, corner?
1: Uh, so for Stats Corner this week, uh, we're gonna go over the players that get their shots blocked the most per 100 per <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Great. Okay. Okay. So, I'm gonna name the team, because you're just not gonna get that. I mean, you can guess a couple times if you want to. I don't think it's worth Fred it.
2: Fred Van Vliet.
1: You... Number one. Not on the list. Not in the top. There's nine players here on this list, so no.
0: Ugh. Damn. Okay, Raj, just throw out a short player's name, man. Let's do this quick.
2: I was gonna say Ben Simmons, but dude doesn't shoot, so. Um, very true. <laughs> yeah, but I'll t- give you
1: both two guesses to guess anybody in the top nine, and, and then we'll go team yeah, by team. Yeah, yeah. For okay, top five. okay. Good. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm, I'm down with that. Like I, I don't got all night. Um, so Peter, go for it. Go for it.
0: Oh, I yeah, get back to back. Let's go with Bam yeah. Adebayo. Uh
1: no. Damn. There is only two big men on this list too. Okay. Good to know.
2: What about Josh Giddy?
0: No. Okay, so start with the clues. Uh
1: this player is officially out for the season. Cade. Oh, Cade. No. Wow. Number one at two point seven Damn. shots blocked per one hundred possessions.
2: Get some separation, man.
1: <laughs>
0: He's got a lot of separation
1: now.
2: Yeah, from yeah, the whole unfortunately. team. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, the next one you're probably just not going to get anyway, despite me giving the team, but OKC. Shay? No, there's no way. No. No. Is it Trey Man, It's nobody in the starting five. Trey Man. It's
2: uh, nope. Baisley.
1: There you go. Fucking guy,
2: man. Pick up Baisley. He's going to be good last year. Pick him up. Dude, shit the bed the whole year. I don't want to see his name again. Fucking move on. Move on. Just move on. (laughs) Move on. Move on.
1: You got two Memphis Grizzlies. Trey?
0: Or Tyus. I was going to say Trey Jones, but Tyus Jones.
2: No. Dylan Brooks. Nope.
1: It's not Ja. There's no way. Ja, number three, oh. 2.4. Wow. He goes to the basket a lot. Yeah, wow. he
2: does. Yeah.
1: And... Santee. No, nah, it's the most obvious. he? Yeah, Desmond Bain, number wow. five, at 2.2. 2.
2: Dude doesn't play this year, though. Shoots threes, and...
1: He's qualified he shot oh, enough. he's
0: driving a lot now it's a new player
1: yeah and then lastly in the top five you have a Utah Jazz player Jordan Clarkson nope oh mm. Mike Connolly. no nope he
2: hasn't played enough
0: uh what are the guys do they have yeah Malik Beasley but there's no way it's him
2: Colin Sexton
0: there you mm. go,
1: Colin Sexton's at number four. Nice, and that's it. No, oh, well, wow. good list, good list.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's pretty random, pretty random list, but I like it. Good job. Just
2: ruin my fucking day, man. Baisley. <laughs>
0: just, just go think of uh, Paulo Bencaro corner here.
2: Yeah, go, go back to your Bencaro corner. And yeah, I want to watch. They, uh, they won. Dude put up thirty-one piece. Who was the primary defender on him? Jalen Brown.
1: Probably Brown, no, maybe no Grant Williams. But they switch a lot, so. Okay, yeah. doesn't matter. Try a bunch of small guys. doesn't tonight. matter.
2: He'll exploit. Yeah, yeah. they got scared.
1: <laughs> Didn't sit last game. Orlando beat that ass.
2: <laughs> That's why he knew it was good for him. He's like, no point of wasting a night when they can't pick up the W, anyways. Smart man. Yeah.
0: Gotta do what yeah. helps you. All right, let's call it there, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Raj hit that iTunes 5 stars. Josh, you can leave those Spotify comments. You know what it is. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Hoops Corner Pod. And until next time, peace.